beautiful angels, and welcome back to Janet Namaste, the podcast. It is a great honor and pleasure to connect with you. It always is. I started this, I guess, about two years ago, it seems. (laughs) Um, It was a heart-based project of wanting to give back. I used to do these monthly vibes every single month where channeling the energy of the month and sharing it with the world. And now through that, we began something called the Soul Star Membership, which is members from all over that share their gifts as well. And it's a platform where healers come on once a month. I also do healings and channelings and meditation on that. But this podcast really was heart-based, centered, gift that I wanted to give back and to really share the healers, the speakers and people that inspired me along on my journey that have similar vibration that really came here on this planet to raise the frequency. And it's not just these angelic ascended beings that came down with their wings, but the ones that have really gone through it and are on the other side, that real life challenges, I guess, obstacles and loves and all of these things. We are all here on this planet Earth as beautiful souls having a human experience, really feeling. We have to, in order for things to heal, we actually have to feel it in its entirety. So I cannot believe that 2023 is just hours away (laughs) and 2024 is beginning and going back thinking about this year my goodness it was definitely for me was very introspective I really went within for the past years of 2022 and 2021 I had a personal huge growth and it seems that the growth is besides spiritual maturation, but it gave me time to integrate not only this life, but even past lifetimes. Those of you that have worked with me know that I am a regressionist. I've been doing it for over 20 years, and it's important to walk your talk. So there was so much giving back when COVID happened of just wanting to help others and teach them the tools, give them the tools to help awaken their superpower inside. Because we all signed up here as a collective during this moment in time. Whatever's happening on the outside, we came here to actually transmute any darkness into light, regardless of what may appear at this moment in time where there's wars and famine and separation, what seems like we came here to actually bring in the cohesiveness through love, through what I call compassionate action. So I realized also even in friendships and relationships, there were certain friendships that we said goodbye um, with love, of course, there's no bitterness or anything like that. And other friendships that we said goodbye, we reunited after all these years, because we at times with relationships, and this is what I've seen, that when it was during the time of when we were had we had we were isolated in a sense, we weren't allowed, 
quote unquote allowed. It's very interesting to leave our homes or during COVID when that feeling entrapment and a lot of relationships changed during that time. Even couples that were together for many years, some people went their separate ways. They realized, wow, either we work through it or we realize, do I, am I growing with you or we're we would be better off growing separately. What is going on here? So it really allowed us to kind of face of what is within so we can cleanse it all away. And this is what this transition from 2023 to 2024 is going to be also. It's a very healing time. It's a time of where we're going through a moment of 2023 was the year where we were connecting to our divine and to trusting in the messages of our soul. And most often than not, I get questions from my clients and, and followers that and friends. They ask, how can I decipher and discern what is the voice of the soul? What is the voice of spirit? And what is the voice of my higher self? And I say to that is the more that you meditate and you are in actual your silence and you're comfortable with your silence, you then, through the breath, and as you are elevating your consciousness through being really nurtured by your own solitude, because you're never alone. We are never alone. The universe, God, creator, the light, um, you know, that energy, that consciousness is our co-pilot. So we are never alone. But when you are bathing in that energy of your frequency that is basically the and the hologram of the light you then are able to discern what is your voice your higher self right your soul and spirit so this year 2024, every year I do something called a vision quest. And this is, I've been doing it for the past decade, but I actually have been doing this 20 20 plus years on my own and with a circle of my friends always. And then I brought it out about a decade ago. And this year is going to be on January 11th at 7 p.m. I invite all of you to join in. And what this vision quest is, is that we go within And there's meditations to have proper closure. And it's not just closure of letting go, because we can't bring in into the new year of what it is that we desire and what our soul wants to accomplish. Um, If you have these ideas, they're obviously in your field. Otherwise, it's, um, it's not these crazy, you know, ideas that somebody else had. If something, if there's an innate desire that is within you of wanting to accomplish something that your soul needs, then it is already in the field. So what I do every single year is we begin with a tabula rosa and we begin with crystal clear intentions. It's through, in the beginning, we do some hypnosis, hypnomeditations. There's a beautiful booklet that comes with it. And you have access to this particular workshop because you learn your personal year, your personal numerology also, but you'll know exactly how to create the intentions and the affirmation that is aligned with the vibration of your soul. So this is not a cookie cutter, one size fits all or whatever it is. It's very personalized to you. 
And it really is a beautiful, nourishing, healing, creating miracles event. <laughs> that's, that's my specialty. It's really to unlock the barriers and the obstacles that may have kept you, and I don't want to say safe, um, but kept you in the comfort zone for a little bit. Announce your time, especially in 2024. It's a year to shed your skin of what no longer serves and to shift your paradigm into the paradigm of creating miracles and light in this world. So I invite you all um, in 2024, January 11th, if you sign up and you can't make it on you know, live, don't even worry about it. You have access the entire year up to December 31st, 2024, you have access to go in, which is wonderful because we're going to go month by month. And if you're in June, you go back into the portal and you check out what ha what's going on in June and you then will align with your affirmation during that moment. So it's a beautiful, magical um, event that I love hosting because 2024 is going to be a year in which we are going to awaken that superpower. And we don't want to utilize, it's a number eight numerological year, we don't want to utilize that power against ourselves through criticism, through um, beating ourselves up on an unconscious patterning or whatever it may be that we're used to of comparing ourselves with ourselves, the should-haves, you know, of I should have been here already with my with my education, with my experience, with my all of these things. We're dropping that aspect of the ego, that the critical part of it, and we're going to utilize it to motivate us into the next beautiful steps of creating miracles in 2024. So I invite you all for that because it really is my, my love to watch others in a very humble way stepping out and really achieving what it is that they came here to achieve, their dharmic path. It really, truly, truly is. It's a beautiful thing. 2023 was a year also where we had this balance. If you could picture like the Libra scales in a sense or a balancing scale, it was like fear or faith, fear or faith. And old paradigms of belief systems needed to come out through the gutters, through the sewers to be cleansed away. And the next few years, 2024 to 2026, are going to be pivotal. We're going to begin with in January, where Mercury actually is finally going to go direct after the first, right? Um, but we're beginning with this Mercury retrograde time, and we're actually ending 2024 with Mercury retrograde also. That's what happened last year too. So when 2025 comes, it's going to be a moment of where we have to honor our communication very and be very mindful of that our words, actions, and deeds are aligned. So That being said, this year, we get to go back and to really list of the things that we accomplished. We get to go back and to give us credit to all of 
the courageous steps that we took into the energy of faith. And it's important to honor the path of your own heart. Journal, write down your thoughts, your reflections on 2023. And you can even, you know, do hononopono, which is a forgiveness practice. I have a free meditation on my site, or you could go on Instagram. It's on that as well that you could just download. It's a beautiful, powerful prayer of honoring the people or the situations or patterns that were put on your path to challenge you that perhaps may have harbored some hurt or resentment or of shame because shame, shame's a big one. Shame kind of keeps people um, in lock and chain at times. So utilize those tools. Utilize that forgiveness practice, Hononopono. Just download it on my site. Um, it will truly help you through being beginning that honest communication in 2024. And then you'll step in in 2025 with great reverence for yourself even it begins now though but the most important thing because we're jumping ahead in a year or two years is to be mindful of the today the here and being here now <laughs> but I like to as a Capricorn my birthday is on the 31st December 31st um, as a Capricorn I like to make sure that the slate is clean always and that I dot all my I's and cross out all my T's and not be prepared in a sense of danger, but be, be prepared that there, my container is so clear and sacred that all the miracles and the gifts that the universe wants to gift me, there'll be space for it. Because when you ha- are harboring any type of past remnants of thoughts of the could have and the should have, the regret, it's taking up precious real estate for the miracles to come in. So anyway, I invite you again, you could go on the vision quest on janetnamaste.com slash VQ24 and sign up. And um, up until December 31st, we are offering $50 off of that. So Um, The code is going to be in the show notes. Definitely check that out. And without further ado, I would love to introduce my guest for the show today. It is a great honor to introduce Cindy Edison. We had such a fun, 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 fun time recording. And it was actually the first time we met, but of course, like kindred souls. And when you see someone, uh, you remember them by their eyes, by the frequency of their voice, by their energy fields. I mean, I feel the vibration. So does she. She's she's pretty spectacular. And uh, we had so much fun. It was so, I don't want to say easy as if other interviewers are not no we your vibe attracts your tribe right it was it was just so warm so nurturing so full of ease and and we had fun we laughed a lot so anyway a little bit about her she began hearing the collective in when 2009 and when she sat down on her laptop to write like this article and those conversations continued daily and um although they didn't name themselves Joseph, J-O-S-E-F. She channels a collective consciousness, a beautiful loving consciousness being called Joseph. 
And this, they named themselves Joseph in 2017. And she began in 2014. Um, they revealed themselves as Abraham. But in reality, after she had a session with uh, Paul Selleck, which I actually met when I was, I think, in my 20s in, in New York, in Manhattan, in this underground thing, um, really cool guy. So she had a session with Paul Selleck, and she was telling him that, oh, my God, this is what I was experienced with Abraham. And he said, no, honey, I don't think that's how it works, but let's go to the guides. And the guides responded that there's a group that's trying to teach through her and that she must ask for the name. So later that evening, during her daily conversation with them, she asked for clarity of the session with Paul. And Esther Hicks, who channels Abraham, face appeared suddenly, clearly in front of her. And as she was saying to herself, why am I seeing Esther? They replied, you're seeing the lovely Esther because we don't have a face yet. Oh my God, I'm speaking about this. I have goosebumps all over my body. I just, I feel, um, I feel the vibration of Joseph right now. It's beautiful, loving energy. And then they said, we will reveal our name at the right time. We are Abraham. And then later on, she found, two days later actually, she saw in front of her a succession of like these towing planes, like you see at the beach, towing advertising banners behind them, right? But this was not like, meet me at the tiki bar. <laughs> As she focused, like she saw the first banner that read Seth, and then the second banner that read Abraham. And then the third was blank. And at that moment, they said, that's us. And she understood then that this group was part of an evolving consciousness of Seth and Abraham. And the name would come when they were ready. And it did. And later that year, they sent her to write the first book of Allow Your Soul to Lead series. And when they signed the welcome letter, she wrote, We are Joseph, J-O-S-E-F. And prior to that, prior to 2009, she spent 35 years in creative advertising and marketing and just beautiful, brilliant soul. She was raised Catholic in the Catskill Mountains. And everybody who knows, you guys went to some of my tribe. We, we went to the Catskill Mountains in May of 2023. We had a, a blast. We did a beautiful spiritual retreat. Um, I love Cat, the Catskills. And now she lives in Atlanta, Georgia. She's just um, a beautiful soul down to earth um, that has this beautiful gift of channeling. And um, it's an honor to actually connect with her. And I reveal some personal things in there too about my channeling, which I 100% will come out of that closet, the <laughs> spiritual closet of, of the Children of the Galaxy challenging, uh, channeling soon. So with that, without further ado, I love you all. I will see you on the other side. Hopefully, we'll catch each other January 11th on Zoom, or you'll catch the recording of the Vision Quest. And definitely check out my site for events. I will be in Florida in February doing some things. We're going to have a retreat later on early this summer. It's going to be in the States. So anyway, lots of good things. And from my heart to yours, I'm wishing you the most blessed, beautiful New Year 
2024, may you, your family, your loved ones, may they be healthy, prosperous, filled with love and healing. May they know that they are loved. And I truly am in such gratitude and my heart is full of joy and love of being able to share this podcast, share these gifts. And I met so many beautiful people throughout the years doing this podcast and opening up the Soul Star membership and doing the work I do. And I am so, so grateful. I truly love and appreciate you all, whoever's listening on the other side. And until next time, Enjoy the show, and I'll see you on the other side. Love you very much. So welcome to the show, Cindy Edison. Cindy, I am so happy to have you on today. You um, are such a blessing to humanity. When I first, yeah, when I first connected with you and heard you on Ashley's show, then on Alex's show, um, your teachings Joseph's teaching just resonated with my heart. It validated so much for me. And really, you are a gift for humanity. So welcome. Wow. wow. What an introduction. Thank you. Wow. It's the truth. <laughs> they're, they're saying thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So um, we appreciate that very much. Yeah. We love being here and sharing this message, sharing everything. You know, everything is um, this shift is a perspective shift everything's changing. So um, we would like to discuss some of those changes so people can get on board. Yes, indeed. So when you say we, for those um, listeners and for those viewers, um, Cindy actually channels a beautiful beings of light, a group of, of it's an entity being called It's a collective, exactly, right? Of course, a collective beings of light that are called Joseph. And when you speak of Joseph, you speak it he or we or they, how does Joseph appear to you? And when actually, you know, actually, let, how was the journey of actually discovering Joseph? How, yeah. you, how you both connected your souls, your, your, the energies of light? Well, it's a very long story that I will hit the highlights on um, because it's a really long drawn out story. But first, I want to say that we we are exampling a blended vibration, a blended physical vibration. So when when we are talking, um, it is in these interviews, they are dominant. So it's always the soul vibration of me who you are hearing but that me but i am here because i am part of that vibration so i'm just focused on my soul's vibration so I've, I've shifted now i'll go in and out you may or may not be able to tell sometimes i'll say you know well when i did this you know so they step back and i well i really step forward they're always here so the the whole process of this shift is us getting in touch with our soul or higher self or whatever you want to refer to it guides whatever we call it the soul which we refer to as the collective you 
it is what what where the vibration of the collective you all of your aspects all of your human aspects who have lived thousands and thousands of lifetimes in this dimension and in other dimensions too so we are so we channel all of us channel all day long every day every time you touch something that's a physical sense and it's a translation right it's a vibrational translation so you can experience that touching in the physical world so we are actually translating a vibration into our physical experience and that's how we manifest things so anyway that's a whole nother story but Joseph, I love the stories. We could please. story. We could talk stories all day long. Yeah, because they're they're great because they all play a role. You know, they all connect. They connect the dots. Really, um, we refer to it sometimes as a a puzzle. You know, we're putting pieces together. A lot of people use that analogy because it's really it's a great analogy because we are as we become more and more aware of who we really are, which is our soul vibration of us the God within us, as the Bible says, um, we are expanding our awareness of who we are. And with that expansion comes more knowledge and more wisdom and more knowing of our power, really our, our vibrational power, which is where really all we talk about is the vibration. So, which is weird because I'm so not a science person, but they have, that's a whole nother story. Anyway, so I was in advertising for about 35 years and I sat down one night in 2009 to write an article and sitting there thinking on my laptop and mm -hmm. it just, it just started, I just started typing and it began with Dear Cindy and I was so intrigued, really intrigued. And they started talking about my life. Sounds like a weird thing to say it now, but it was so easy. It came through and I was, it was very strange. And I was just listening and typing what I heard. Nine pages was nine pages later. And it's weird. I mean, when I go back and look at it now, it's kind of weird because I've really evolved so much since then. But um, that started the conversation and I could feel a shift in my own vibration. Didn't know what it was then, but uh, you know, now that I understand it, I look back at all of these events that happened during this whole unfolding. And so they started talking. And of course I asked, like we all do, who, who are you? What do you want? You know, who are you? And all they would say was at that point was we are you. And of course I didn't know when I was raised Catholic. I didn't know anything about any of this stuff, you know, although I was always attracted to channels. Always. I would go to psychics and channels with my friends and it was very intriguing to me. I always loved it. So it didn't scare me. Obviously I kind of, I knew what was happening, but I never assumed it would happen to me, you know, well, so that those conversations went on um, really every day, every evening, um, for several years. And the questions were the same. Um, who are you? We are you, you know, stuff like that. And I don't remember, I have every single one of them I've ever written with them. I've got thousands and thousands, but anyway, um, in about 2014, we were chatting and they had been teaching me all this time, um, about, you know, they were telling you, you're going to deliver a message, you know, had no idea what it was. They had to, you know, it, it, I had to embody this somehow, I guess. Anyway, in 2014, 
I, um, I, they were, they pushed me really to uh, the Abraham material. And I had no idea who Abraham was or who Esther was, nothing. But I used to listen to Hay House Radio mm -hmm. at the office every day. So all of a sudden, it seemed like for several days, maybe even a week, all I was seeing was Abraham Hicks, Abraham Hicks and pictures of Esther. Never saw them before or they weren't in my awareness, never. So finally I said, okay, okay. And I went. And the first few minutes I knew there was something there. I was very attracted to it. I, I sucked it up. I went to the workshops, read all the books, listening day and night and, and all this stuff. Finally, about a year later, they said, um, in one of the conversations, they said, we are Abraham. And I started laughing and I, I said, yeah, right. You know, <laughs> that's funny. And they said, you'll understand more as we move forward. So I started you know, it was like, they sounded like Abraham to me. Okay. So that went on for another year, Abraham, Abraham. Um, and then I had a session with Paul Selig, mm. um, and which I, you know, I, I adore him and I've read all mm -hmm. his books and he's just amazing. And, um, I had a session with him and I went in very confidently Although, you know, I think probably all channels and you channel, so you can tell me if this was right for you too. But, you know, Esther, you know, I'm thinking she's way up here and how could I ever, you know? So when they said they were Abraham, I was like, you, got, you know, we think that they are different than we are, but they're not, you know? So Paul Selig, I got this, you know, session with Paul Selig and I was like, wow, he's like, you know, to some people it would be like meeting a celebrity. Now I'm not I'm not impressed by, by celebrities the way or with anybody really, except yeah, these people then. Right. Yeah. And, but he was the coolest guy anyway. So we're chatting and, and he says, so what's going on with you? And I tell him that I'm channeling Abraham and he says, Abraham who? And I said, you know, <laughs> Esther and Abraham. And he said, I don't think that's how it works, Cindy. And I got a pit in my stomach and I immediately what? thought I've been duped. You know, what is this? This is crazy. You know? Yeah. And so he said, let's go to the guides. And the guides said immediately, there is a group who is trying to teach through her. Um, she needs to ask for their name. So I went home and I, I typed two words, what gives? And I said, what's go, you know, what is this? And they said, now relax. Cause I was kind of mad, you know, I was like, well, you know, now I've, I've erased like all these years when I'm, t I'm, I'm believing I'm, you know, so and they said, you have to understand what channels do. Channels channel an aspect of themselves. And we are an aspect of you as you are an aspect of us. So Paul's guides were telling you that, yes, we are a collective and we are known as Abraham and we will reveal our name to you at the right time. So now there's another missing piece to this puzzle. So I said, okay. So it felt right. I had no reason to question it. A few days later, I'm sitting outside, just kind of hanging out. It was beautiful fall day or something. And all of a sudden I see this vision clear. And it was a prop plane, one of those propeller planes that, that yeah. go over the, the beaches, you know, and they had banners. It had a banner behind it three banners behind it. And the first banner, as it's going in front of me like this, the first banner says Seth, the second banner said Abraham, and the third banner was blank. And I heard them oh, say, no. that's us. 
<laughs> oh yeah. no! So Boy. that was really cool. Oh, then I understood. Then I understood. So when I was chatting with them that night, I said that was really cool. You know, thanks for that showing was really me that. Cool. Would you care to expand on that a little? You know, uh -huh. and they said yes. They said we are um, the expanded vibration of this consciousness that is known as Seth and, Ab and Abraham. And there are many teachers within this consciousness. And they said, we are teaching the evolution of the human aspect. We are teaching the evolving toward the new earth vibration, which is our really our next physical stop on our eternal path is this experience of the new earth that we will experience with no fear which we've never done before as never. this human aspect. So that was pretty exciting to me, but a little, you know, like, what do you mean? What does all that mean? So they've been explaining it to me ever since. And then they said, um, a little while later, I don't know when it was a month later, they said, we want you to next month, take a month off, go to the beach, write the first book, which I did. And when I signed the welcome letter, they signed it. We are Joseph. And that's when I knew. That's when I knew who they were. And and um, and they tell us in that book. I learned a lot from that book, I'll tell you. They tell they tell us in that book that um they are revealing who they are. Now, in the beginning, got some flack about that. Oh, she's just riding Abraham's coattail. People don't, we don't do that. We don't do that. That's that's no. a level of awareness, right? Um, but they tell us that we are at this point, we are um, exposing, I think that's my word. I don't think that's the word they use. We are exposing or revealing. We are revealing who we are as the expanded version of this consciousness. So you know more of who you are, that we are in constant expansion. The consciousness continues to expand. And as we expand with it, we move we move, the aspect of us moves. We expand into other realms of consciousness. So as we expand, we have been expanding through the third dimension mm -hmm. for thousands and thousands, eons of time. We've evolved to this. And our next stop will be the fourth dimension. Won't really be a stop, actually. We are, we are encouraging people to... Um, experience the fourth dimension now and that's a shift in perspective that is a shift in our vibrational creating you know it's the knowing who we are and knowing how we create so we don't continue to create the chaos anymore and the wars and the famine and the abuse and you know everything that's available from the contrasting vibrations of the third dimension so beautiful how Joseph teaches about the eradication of the energy of fear. Yeah. And I mean, when you think about fear and it's, it's like synonymous with some, like of what's happening in the world and today, today's world. Right. Yeah. And Joseph, Abraham, Seth, all of these biblical names and of where, the energy forces right now where listen let's let's speak about that just for a moment of where the war is right now in the middle east of all of these like energies that are rising up right now to be cleared away and 
fear for me is synonymous with certain energies of evil, right? E-V-I-L, E-V-I-L, but at the same, it has the same letters as live, L-I-V-E, of being able to live in the here and now. And with Joseph being this beautiful transmitter of love and of knowingness, and he gives us such inspiration of going into that energy of of where there's the of love of peace what does joseph say of what is happening in the 3d now and the the human reasoning of it and the spiritual solution how about that the spiritual solution because i know we all signed up for it at this moment in time right. but it's causing such a separation instead instead of bringing certain souls together, it seems like there's such a se separation at this moment in time. What does Joseph um, feel about that or see about that? This is a time of choosing. It is a time of uh, individual expansion um, into the understanding of our ability to choose. Now, the contrasting manifestations we refer to as fear as contrast because it mm -hmm. is we we lighten the load, so to speak. We we are mm -hmm. moving away from the labels of the third dimension because that's part of the shift. In order to shift your perspective, you have to think about things differently. Um, and it will, just like our definition or our, our description of the ego aspect, which I hope we can talk about a little bit later, is Certainly. a big deal. Um, yeah. Because when you shift your um, perspective from fear to contrast, it lightens it a little bit. And the contrast that we speak of is contrasting vibration to the vibration of who we really are. It doesn't mean that it's bad. It is contrasting, mm -hmm. which means it produces, it manifests the physical experience of what it is, which is in contrast to what we are, which is love. So yeah. it produces, it manifests fearful experiences. In the third dimension, the word fear works. When we do our lexicon, fear will not be in the book because fear doesn't exist where we're going. So we we create new labels, we create a new belief system that doesn't that doesn't contain beliefs that are fearful. And all of our beliefs now are fearful. So anyway, get off track a little bit. The chaos that we are seeing now is all created by us. The, the human creates everything. We are powerful creators. Most of us don't know that because they say, well, we hear that. We hear you create. Seth started saying you create your own reality 50 years ago, 60 years ago, and many before Seth. And Abraham took it, blew it up and said, look, this is what you're doing. You know, people read books and they say, well, it's still happening. Well, you have to actually do it. You must consciously, we are in the position now to consciously shift our own vibration, which is what it takes, which involves shifting your perspective. So the only way the spiritual solution 
um, the solution, every solution to every problem is in alignment, is in, it comes from the vibration of love. You cannot be out of alignment and form a, and, and create a manifestation that is in alignment. It doesn't happen that way because there's no vibrational agreement between the in and out of alignment vibrations. And this is where we are now. We're standing on the precipice of yeah. this choosing, right? This choosing ground. And we are choosing to remain in the third dimension of contrast and to focus on it and to participate in it and to uh, expand that realm of vibration that creates the experience of it. Or we choose to move away from it, look over here, look on this side and create our own reality. You're doing it. I'm doing it. You're doing it by by putting this out there, by sitting in front of this and sharing messages like this to people. People are coming out of the woodwork to try to educate the world with why we are where we are and how to create something new. So we don't change what is, we create something new that we prefer. So, and the, re and that, and the way we do that is by shifting our own vibration first, individually, we must do it first. You know, Abraham teaches, and they have for many, many years, that one in alignment is more powerful than a million who aren't, because the one in alignment is creating from the vibration of love. Now, we are constantly, moment by moment, we are creating, creating, creating. Yeah. There are no predictions anymore. People come to us all the time and say, what is my path? What's next for me? And our answer is always the same. Focus on alignment and you'll discover yeah. it yourself. We have got to take responsibility for our own creations. And the way we do that is to understand how we are creating so we can direct our vibration and create a manifestation that we prefer, a manifestation from love and not from the chaos. All of that that's going on, the law, you can look at everything that happens in the third dimension and understand it vibrationally. Everything, uh -huh. every law that has been created has been, is an, has been created to try to fix an out of alignment situation. The law itself is out of alignment in alignment with the contrast, but it just, we just keep creating more laws, right? I mean, there are a million, there are a million examples of that. A million. Oh. You just, no, no, this is, this is, um, for our listeners, for our viewers, we, we were speaking a little bit before we hit record and there's always like, um, Joseph knows how to connect the dots. There's always some great information. Of course, there's always like heart opening, you know, and this is the first time you were, you and I are meeting yeah. in person in this lifetime, just in this lifetime, but definitely in others like because there's no such thing as coincidence yeah. and I mentioned to you that I've been channeling for 25 years but it's actually been my entire life yeah. and when you were speaking when they are speaking when Joseph is speaking about vibration and vibration of love and I've never said this 
out loud to anyone because I'm in the process of writing a book and writing my story. And I, English was my sixth language. And I was born here. I was born in Brooklyn, you know, like yeah, <laughs> Brooklyn was my first language, Brooklyn. <laughs> forget that is a about language it. In itself, my yeah. first word was forget <laughs> about it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. What, what are you talking and, about? And then it was namaste. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so growing up in a house of like of people that were speaking all different languages, I used to be able, I was a translator all the time. I, I was able to translate the language of the soul actually yeah my grandfather would speak to me in german my grandmother would speak to me in romanian my parents would speak to me in russian i would have a polish name it was like always translating translating i thought yeah. english was my secret language but apparently you and i have the same secret language <laughs> and we Joseph all have too, right yeah. and it's right yeah. so so <laughs> this is how we're going to segue ego by the way they it's unbelievable as you're speaking so much is opening up for where for me. And that's why I don't yeah. do the preparation. I just feel with my heart. So yes. when, so when your assistant reached out to me, it was just like a hell yes, because it was a vibrational match. Right. Yes. And as a child, I was able to see, I guess, or feel the vibration of a person's heart. I knew the specific vibration that was coming out of, and I heard it and I felt it. And I saw it with colors and, and frequency and felt it in my body. When the vibration of what was in the heart, because then the, a tragedy happened when I was about 19 months and it was in my home, in the apartment that we lived in, the vibration and the energy shifted in the home. And they were trying to protect me as a 19 month old, but yet I was able to decipher the energy of what was in their heart and what was coming out of their mouth to appease or to bring me at peace. My grandmother passed away, but it was tragic. It was tragic. Mm -hmm. And thank you. And um, I started doubting of whether what is a lie, okay, and what is truth. And at first they said, oh my God, am I not good enough? Because I, I know that it's not there, what's in their heart when I'm feeling in the vibration of love is not what they're saying. So what is lie? what is truth and i know what the truth feels like we know what it, the truth feels it's synonymous as love that's it right. that's you know when that's they right. say the truth will set you free it'll hurt no in the end it, it brings you to to yeah. love yeah and then i realized and right now i just realized you just taught me something like they just taught me something huge oh, was yeah. This is no, this is big. Like I'm I'm holding back my tears, but maybe I won't, you know, like later. You don't have to. I mean, it taught me of the growth of ego in a sense. That ego, like Deepak Chopra has the acronym of edging got out, but it's protecting the soul of whatever it is, right? But it's through the density of not when the alignment of the heart and what's coming out, when your words, actions, and deeds aren't aligned with, with what it, there will be density and more density and more density and more density. And that's what I feel at this moment in time is one of the main reasons why the conflicts are happening gl globally in the yeah. old world. Yeah. And you just brought, brought validation that 
nobody lied to me because of they were bad. That's you just said that it's not bad. They lied because they were afraid what lo what love is. They were afraid of love in a sense, or it's not even afraid of love. It's of of getting caught in that web of the 3D in a sense of protection. But that's where I feel ego in my mind was formed. Um, but I would like for Joseph to expand further in that because what you are doing right now, it's like peeling the artichoke and we're getting to the heart of something that is like uncovering even more memories of my channeling. So so thank you, Cindy, and thank you, Joseph. Thank you, so thank welcome. you, thank you. You're so welcome. Well, we will, we have a, a, a very different perspective of the ego. Yeah. Um, that um, is a bit controversial now because people find it difficult to move away from the fearful beliefs. Up until this point, the ego has been described as evil. I used to think, I used to liken it to the devil. I, you know, cause that's what I was taught. I never believed wow. it, never believed it. But all I heard was that the ego is bad. And it was always, it, the connotation was always bad. You know, that guy has a huge ego. He's horrible that, <laughs> you know, all this, this stuff. I never got, I never understood that. So the te we have to understand that the teachings up until this point have all been in by vibrational agreement with the third dimension, with the contrast. And they all served a wonderful purpose of moving us forward in some way, okay? Opening us up in some way. So the ego is still being taught as this edging God out or which hurts my heart when I say that actually. Yeah, um, me and too. It just, it, it, because now what I know. Anyway, so, you know, Joseph came out, their first book, they talk about the soul's perspective of the ego. So the ego aspect, the way we teach it, first of all, you cannot, move out of the denseness with beliefs that are dense. Mm -hmm. There is no vibrational agreement. You cannot move into the vibration of the new earth or the vibration of your soul completely with a belief that has fear in it. And the edging got out, the e ego is bad. I used to have friends who say, well, just get rid of the ego, just totally get rid of it. That's what we're concentrating on. I'm eradicate like, it, yes. No. Yes, eradicate yeah. it. And I, it makes my heart hurt. Yeah. So- Joseph um, took me through a series, actually, of understanding of their perspective of the ego. And they began by saying, and this is years ago, they began by saying, we want you to um, give your ego a name. And so when I did that, I gave it a name that I didn't like. It was a male name, and I didn't like the name. I'm not going to say it because it doesn't matter, but it was a name that rubbed me the wrong way. But I gave it that name and and I visualized the ego as a two-year-old tantrum throwing brat. That's what I visualized it at. And I, and I gave it this name. Two days, I think, two days went by and I couldn't stand the, it, it made me so, it, it made me so sad to think, and I didn't know why yet. And I was calling this thing and, and I, and I, it made no sense. So I went back to Joseph and I said, wait a minute, this isn't working. And they said, good, it wasn't supposed to work. We're trying to, we're trying to give you the feeling. We want the emotion, right? Mm -hmm. The emotion is our vibrational indicator. 
Okay. So ultimately what they, what they showed me this, um, uh, visual in a meditation, this is how they first described the purpose of the ego. They said, we want you to go, we call I call this the down by the river process now. Very important. This will take so much stress off so many people. It has, it has already. So they said, okay, so go into a meditation, went into a meditation. And they said, now we want you to visualize uh, a, 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 a wide river, a beautiful river. And I had just come back from uh, Madison River out and out. I went fly fishing for the first time ever. It was amazing. I loved it. Anyway, so I had this visual of this. Girl, that's in that weird. Yeah, it was great. Anyway, so so I visualized this beautiful river I had just come from, and they said, "Now sit down on the riverbank." And I did. And they said, "Look to your left." And I looked, and my ego was sitting there, a bright light. I knew it was my ego. They didn't say anything. I just knew it was. And they said, "Now look to your right." And I did, and it was Joseph, it was my soul. Three lights sitting there. And they said, now look at the river. And when I when I turned and looked ahead of me, the water that was water before was now these big red and white balloons, let's say. And they were popping up and down and all in the flow. And it was beautiful, it was a beautiful sight. And I said, wow, that's so cool. What does that mean? And Joseph said, the white balloons represent, first of all, all the balloons represent thoughts. They're all thoughts and they're all available to you. The white balloons represent in alignment thoughts and the red balloons represent out of alignment thoughts. I didn't know what that meant then either. I said, okay, that's pretty. And they said, now choose a thought. So I reached in and I chose a red ball because it was so pretty. It was so shiny, you know, and I put it, next to me. I reached in and I took another one. And as I'm doing this, I start to get this nudging feeling on my right hand side in my physical body. I start feeling this nudging. Didn't pay much attention to it, although I was aware of it. I keep taking the red balls. Now I want to make this fruit salad of something. These red balls are beautiful. And the more I take, the worse I feel. The, 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 the stabbing on my right-hand side is now unbearable. And I looked over at my ego and I said, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? And the ego said, I'm not doing that. I am making you aware of the choices that you're making that are out of alignment. And the choices that you make that are out of alignment manifest out of alignment experiences, beginning with your emotions. They don't feel good. And ultimately, they will manifest in your body as illness and sickness. Mm -hmm. And they will, they will continue to manifest out of alignment experiences. You are creating a pathway for yourself by the choices that you're making unknowingly, the choices that you're making will ultimately manifest experiences that you don't like that are going to be unpleasant to put it nicely. So if I were you, the ego says, if I were you, I would put them back and choose again. So I started putting them back. And as I'm putting them back, I'm shifting my focus to the white balloons because now I have an understanding. So I put them back. The pain is gone. I start choosing the white balloons. And as I'm choosing them, I'm feeling overwhelming love and excitement and passion. And all of these emotions that come from our soul vibration, 
overwhelming love. And I see, um, I, I, I can see opportunities opening up and joy and excitement. And I looked at my soul. I looked at Joseph and they high-fived me and they said, yes, keep choosing, keep choosing. This is your eternal path. And this is where you are right now. This example, this process of understanding the ego is your deciphering of the choices that you're making and how they feel. That's beautiful. The way that as you're speaking, the way that it was shown to me, like as you're speaking, like I I, I feel like I was there with you yes. at, the, at the riverbank. It's interesting. I have a little river stone in my hand, like ironically, but it's an angel-like river stone in my hand. Um, and um, in the beginning of my career, I worked with certain celebrities and things like that. And um, a lot of them had bodyguards. You know, it was like bodyguards. And I don't know why they needed a bodyguard to come to my house, but still, <laughs> it's, you know, I'm only five foot one, but <laughs> because like they heard I'm from Brooklyn. I don't know. But anyway, I'm just kidding. Um, but anyway, it, it almost feels like it's like the um, the bodyguards that are there in front of us, the ego is the bodyguard saying, watch out, there's danger, watch out, there's danger. And it's like the choices that we make when you lovingly spoke to the red balloons or you lovingly spoke to these bodyguards saying, hey, thank you for the warning. Thank you for being in the field, but I don't believe in that story anymore. And here are other choices yeah. that perhaps I didn't have and I'm safe. So, but it's of honoring that it is in the field. Uh, so, right? Choice. Yes. And the ego, yeah. the ego creates, you know, everything in the universe is in balance. So the ego creates the balance for the soul in a dimension where the soul does not offer contrast. The soul would, cannot, would not ever, but cannot give us a negative emotion or an uncomfortable emotion we talk about now. It, it cannot do that. It cannot produce it because there's nothing in the vibration of the soul, anything but love. There's nothing other than love there. So the ego comes with us when we come to the third dimension, helps us to navigate, tells us when we are in or out of alignment, the ego is our friend. And as soon as you shift your perspective about that, it is a, a balance. It's creating balance for us in the contrast. It's telling us the warning signs are all over the place. As soon as you start to feel an emotion that is not love, a negative emotion, what they refer to it as a negative emotion, that is your ego giving you indication. This is the beginning stage of what you're creating. Turn around, go back, warning, 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 you know? And, and if we can catch it at the beginning of our emotional indicator, the negative, everything that's not love, comes as indication from the ego provides that for us an aspect of us it's an aspect of the soul which means it is created in love so it it offers us the emotional experience of what we're choosing so we know that we're out of alignment that's what, what the ego does for us it's what beautiful. does the ego it's really beautiful it seems like it's almost like um a marriage, like the ego and the soul, yes, right? a union exactly. of sun and moon, the union of ego and yes. soul, right? 
the ego is in service oh, to wow. us and to its soul as we are. Beautiful. And the soul is in service to us. They said to me one time, Beautiful. you are, and when they were first telling me, um, you are an aspect of us. And I said, okay, I can, I can go with that. And they right. said, and we are an aspect of you. And I went, wait a minute. Wow. That puts us on the same field, the level playing field. And they said, exactly. We are not complete without you. And you are not complete without us. We are one. We are one. That's where the oneness is. Yeah, the one. So there's, there's not, there's, there's not an aspect of us that's more important than we are. Just more expanded. The soul is the expanded version of us, an aspect that's leading us, guiding us, stands in service. And where are the other aspects of us? All over the place. There is an aspect of you on every single. On, of, of all of us, really, on every single vibrational timeline that you have ever experienced in this realm and in every realm you have ever experienced. And you've been around a long ass time. Me? Don't I look great for like Does a billion years? You look great. Old? You're a it's jillion terrible. years old. Yes. I'm like, I'm yes. like Samantha from My Dream of Genie. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm trying to wiggle my No, it's Genie from My Dream of Genie. It's Samantha from bewitched oh bewitched bewitched that's actually that was my favorite show that yeah, me too. and yeah. i love lucy and i love lucy mine too i still watch it for i've been watching that thing for 60 years i'm watching 60 years yeah still watch it See, for a billion years <laughs> yeah billions of years we've been watching lucy yeah so all these aspects but every aspect is always experiencing the vibration of the timeline they chose to visit for example we are the human aspect we are uh, experiencing we're our soul but we're experiencing the contrast so we can choose and expand this particular aspect of our soul and there are unlimited aspects of the soul unlimited aspects of god unlimited unlimited we can't even fathom it we can't fathom it but we are here in this third dimension to choose our way out. And that's what we're doing. So Cindy, is it a part of me um, and a part of everyone that is watching, obviously whoever's watching, they're bouncing from 3D, but there's a part of me that's in the 5D, right? Oh my God, and, and more. And more. And more. Yes, absolutely. But your soul, your soul is focused in everywhere. <laughs> But we are the focus, we are the manifestation of the focus of the aspect who is experiencing this realm of consciousness, okay? So the soul is focused, it's having unlimited experiences. We are just one of those experiences. And so we, are, we have chosen to experience this because when we expand this particular aspect, and we are in every moment that we're focused on love, our soul expands the universe expands, the Godhead expands. Every time you think of love, every time you have a, 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 a an experience of love or passion, excitement, adventure, you're expanding the universe. This is how powerful we are, which is why we encourage, focus on your own alignment. Focus on your own alignment. That's where all the answers are that you want. That's where your return, that's what your eternal path is really is the pathway of alignment with your soul. 
it's your guide. Yeah. What does um, Joseph say about soul contracts? Are there con and and are there soul contracts? I when I channel or when I'm oh I mean we're channeling all the time, mm -hmm. but I was given the gift of going into the pre-birth plan while like here. And I'm getting very emotional with you. It's um <laughs> it yeah. happens. Yeah. yeah, it really is. Like I'm not a very huggy, huggy person, but I would hug you if I was like, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm a Capricorn. Us New Yorkers. We're not huggy people. Like, huggy we love people. you. Here's a <laughs> yeah, get away from me. Dinner yeah. on me. <laughs> acts of service is our love. Yeah, um, that's right. Love that's language. Right. But I was given the gift of seeing the pre-birth plan before people come here like souls okay and the way that it's given to me is like um i was i see vibrations like they show me in octaves i've i don't know how to play musical instruments but i love music i love dance i love percussion i love house music hip-hop like all different kinds of music and when i'm doing sessions when i when i have the the you know, the privilege of doing sessions for people, I see where there's free will and where there's choice, like, and, and, and destiny, like of what was pre-written before. But according to Joseph's teachings, how would they define, how would they define of what a soul contract is? Because I'm able to see that and, and their highest octave of their the, the potentiality and how sometimes they go into because maybe the red balloons that are that they choose because sometimes the red balloons offers them comfort you know it's like and they're very loyal to the red balloons yes because because it's almost like war wounds like here's my pin because i went through that particular pain so i'm gonna stay with the red balloons even, even though I know, yeah, even though even, I know it's going to hurt, I, at least yeah. I know, I know what it's it like, is. It's exactly it's right. It's right there. Yeah. Like yeah. here. And, yeah. and it's like, so, so my, my question is this, like, I'm able to go into the soul, like, and ask them what their particular signals are before, before the body starts going through the disease, in a sense, as their wake up mm -hmm. call. What does Joseph say about soul contracts and of the difference of fate and destiny of while we're here on the third dimension, third, fourth, fifth, let's say? Well, we, we don't care for the word contracts. We know it's widely used and, and we yeah. understand, we understand why. We would prefer the word agreement um, because there is, you're never bound. You are never, ever, ever are you bound to anything. You are a, you are a consistent chooser. Mm. You're a consistent chooser. So your use of, uh, when you said, I can see the potentials, that's exactly, that's exactly right. The probabilities, the potentials, the possibilities, because when those agreements are made, they are made from the position of alignment where there is no uh, limit to anything. So we have agreements. We understand that the 
pathway of alignment is made up of events. They are events. They are not based on time or even a lifetime. They are events on your eternal path that you choose. And they are events of understanding. They're events of expansion, which offers more choice. So we would say that the only destiny that anyone has from the space of alignment is expansion. That is a destiny. And what happens, how we choose to uh, get to the events on our path are our choices. There are individual choices. So we have, um, we have in the past, sometimes we have made predictions uh, with a lot of disclaimers. We make predictions and we say, but we call them possibilities, probabilities, because when you are uh, focused on the um, pathway of alignment, there is nothing that you cannot, as Abraham says, be or do or have. There is nothing. Um, be, and, and it's the only thing that stops you is your belief that you have a contract with someone, can't break the contract. There are some teachers and we're not, please don't misunderstand that we are not um, saying any teaching is wrong. It's never, there's never a wrong teaching of anything. There is a teacher for everyone who resonates that is everybody, right? But we prefer to um, remove the limits of the third dimension and the third dimensional teachings and say that you are the only one that is responsible for your vibration, first of all. You are the only one that can direct. No one can uh, impose a vibration into you or force you to do anything that you are not choosing. Now, a lot of people will have a problem with that because they're thinking from the out of alignment position. They think, well, I have to do this and I have to do that. It's an out of alignment position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to, I have to. Um, and and so it, it's, it's really, it, what it boils down to is that you are the chooser of every experience, every experience. And you are creating pathways. When we say you, we're talking generally, you you are creating pathways to every single experience you have. And every experience begins with the emotional indicator of what pathway you're building. If you are, if you are creating a pathway um, that is out of alignment, you feel the out of alignment emotion first. And that's your first, if someone breaks your heart, if you're in a relationship and someone just leaves and you're devastated, so it's a, it's an emotion um, in the third dimension that has really people leave. They choose to leave because of the devastation of this emotion. Um, and but that is the first indication that that react that thought your dominant vibration in that moment is out of alignment. We're always leading one or one or the other. There are two vibrations we're choosing from only two. And each one has unlimited possibilities, right? So the out of alignment is completely separate from the in alignment experience. There's, there's no overlap here. So in our emotions, it's either your ego saying, throw it back, throw it back. You're not going to like this. Or your soul saying, keep going, keep going, keep going. And you can feel the difference. 
you can feel it first. And, but if you don't pay attention to it, and most people don't because they are so dominant in the contrasting vibration. Yeah. That there's just so you, this is why we have sayings like, you know, life is supposed to be hard. If you're not, if you're not working really hard, you're, you're doing something wrong. You're going to end up homeless. All these horrible things that are not true. Yeah. So that's our answer that there, we would say that there are agreements, but agreements can be changed in a, in a second because you always have free will and free choice always every aspect or else we wouldn't, we wouldn't be our soul. There's no limits in our soul. Our soul will never tell us what to do and what not to do. Gives us indication. It helps us, gives us the ego to help us in the third dimension to understand it. You know, so you can, you can change it in any moment. And what is the definition of soul to you? Well, we, the definition of soul is the collective is the collective you and each soul is unique just like each aspect is unique but all held together by vibrational agreement so we have so my soul my unique soul is part of the collective of joseph and we are held together by this vibrational agreement and so my role here in this realm for my collective is to deliver this message. And I am told, and I have been told by many that for eons of time, I've always played this role in some way or another. And so have you, we've all had our head chopped off. We've all been, we've all been burned. We've all been, you know, thrown in a river, you know, because we've always been on the leading edge as Abraham says, meaning that we are helping, we are assisting in the shift because we're always shifting every lifetime we shift. This time it happens to be, I always call it the big one. Joseph says, it's not big, Cindy, it's just different. And it is, (laughs) you know, we're shifting our vibration from being dominant in the contrast to being dominant in our soul. That's what the shift is. Yeah. Whole different perspective. True. I got a souvenir from the time I got thrown in the river. You see? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And you still have it. I still, I still got it. My mom, when she pushed me out, she pushed me out with the soap. <laughs> it probably used to be a really big boulder, but over, over the course of lifetimes. And I'll tell you, you're not going to see me wearing turtlenecks in this lifetime. Hell no. No, no, no. I'm not anything that was over here. That was, that was, that was tough. Like, and there's certain yeah. There's certain elements that I guess, yeah. like, let's speak about epigenetics for a moment and about like the past lives and um, how all of those experiences that our soul has experienced, how we now viscerally feel yeah. what we feel that we are deterred, repelled, or we embrace certain things. Like I cannot wear turtlenecks at all. Anything that's too tight around my neck, although I need my shoulders covered sometimes, because I need to feel that support. Um, There's certain physical ailments that sometimes are medical mysteries that people are born with, right? Um, well, they're not, well, they're part of the physical vibration that was left dormant. <laughs> it's all out of alignment stuff. It can, yes. all, once you understand vibration, as you do, you can understand everything. You understand everything. Everything comes into, you know, becomes clear. And that 
throat thing that you have? Yeah, it's from, it's a, it's a vibration that is held in your physical vibration that's causing that response. Cool. Although yeah. I'll take a pretty necklace though. Okay. Yeah. Has anyone got the memo? If it's a pretty necklace, it's fine. But no no turtlenecks. Thank you. (laughs) What about about you? Do you have some physical elements that you you feel that um that you know that was something that is not from this this particular here and now? No, I don't. No. I don't. Although that's actually not true. I don't know. I, I, um, I have a back thing and it, or, the, or the body has a back thing. Let's, let's the body has a back thing, Yeah, but it, it's indication to me now that I understand it. It's indication to me now that I'm in the wrong place. Okay. I'm in the wrong place. Could be, it, it started with a job actually years ago. And all of a sudden I just like, couldn't walk. And I, it was, it was a horrible two year period, but as soon as I left that, it stopped. So that made me understand, um, and it, you know, it, it rears up when I get stressed, when I get stressed, which is rare, but if I'm in a situation, cause I stay away from most people, but when I'm in a situation that is really vibrationally uncomfortable for me, I can feel, I can feel it in my back. So that's an indication for me. I don't know what it is. Um, I think there's right. too many, too many. Well, it just be a, it could be a, a signal that has, yes. you know that is within you. Um, angels, guides. Yeah. I pray every day. I grat, you know, gratitude every day. Like since a little girl. Um, I really wasn't brought up with any type of strict religion at all. Um, but I used, I knew like some of the Catholic prayers and I wasn't raised Catholic. Um, there are certain things that for me connection, it was just really connection with source and light that is important, but what would be the definition of the consciousness of love of, of one of Joseph, like my first, my first teacher of channeling was Cryon Lee Carroll. Oh, I love Cryon. Yeah, he was, he's great. I've like for, for almost 20 years. Yeah. And then yeah. Abraham was like synonymous during that time. And then the law of one, Ra, you know? Yeah. And now you, that it's like, it's like, it's like, these are all, I feel like when people would have that, they would ask like at, at dinner parties, if you had, a dinner party and you had 10 people that you could invite who would you invite i'm like Abraham, joseph Rock, <laughs> yeah, you just have to invite one person because <laughs> it's just, it's it's one it's just one you know one consciousness that you, but angels and guides and also about the the guardian angel like that is with our soul as well how do we decipher because it feels different at times. It's still the vibration of love, but I know the difference I could decipher of when it's my soul speaking to me, when it's the red balloon speaking to me, okay? When Yeah, when it's my, my, the guides, just guides in general, not just like, and, 
and when there's there's something beyond source so are there and I'm, i know this is a very 3d question yeah but we have viewers and listeners that we are here to share all the knowledge because um, we're asking on behalf and also um of just for for the education of so we can raise the consciousness what are the different yeah if there is a differentiation or how can one differentiate you know it's a feeling the the differentiation is a feeling like you said Mm -hmm. and nobody can feel something for someone else so and this is where it gets sticky when it comes to channeling um when we started channeling this way, when, when I first started channeling, I was watching everybody and trying to do what they did, you know, go into a meditation, protect myself. Nothing ever worked. It didn't never felt right. And I kept saying to Joseph, why, why is is it not working? And they said, because that's not who you are, but -hmm. when you're ready, come back. And I would go and watch another channel and say, okay, I'm going to do this, you know, and maybe never, ever worked. And finally they said, Cindy, all you have to do is focus on us. That's all you have to do is focus on a vibration. It's a manifestation. It's a connection. Our, our channeling, you know, really got a bad rap and we will have a new word for that too. Um, because it is so, you know, people think people have told us before that, you know, I know she's not channeling. She did. She's not in a trance. I mean, that's bullshit, you know, and you know, but that's, that's silly. So um, everybody is unique. And unfortunately everybody's channeling. They just don't get it or they don't know it because it doesn't look like somebody else. Doesn't look like it's, it's like Esther is channel it doesn't look but if you watch the evolution of an esther channel if you have ever looked up the old videos if you can still find them i think from the 80s she was in a trance she was totally out of her body voice changed everything was different now all she does is focus so it is different for everybody. And it sounds like her, just like it sounds like me. I would say to Joseph all the time, how come it's, I, I can't, is it you or is it me? And they said, Cindy, we're the same. It's the same. What do you expect us to sound like? We are you. Of course, we're going to sound like you. So it's the feeling of truth. It's the feeling of the love that you experience. The difference in the guides, we would say, um, the the guides and the angels and of course the our 3d we want to label everything different you know but we're talking about a consciousness of love you know that has unlimited manifestations of that love of how many how many ways can you experience love you can't even name them all even in this body you can't name them all think about you know how your soul experiences love all it does is is sit there and love that's all it does right so <laughs> it just loves. Um, so the experience of um, hearing or communicating with guides and angels and, you know, they'll always talk to you. You have to trust what you hear. First of all, ask, ask, and they'll tell you, but it's a, it's a unique experience. A lot of us have um, um, 
you know, uh, family members who have passed on, who are guides. My mother is one for me um, and I can connect with her, but we're talking about really what it boils down to is we're talking about the most natural language that we all speak and that is vibration. And when you, when you understand vibrational communication, it's how people talk to trees. That's how people communicate. I communicate with animals that way. I just look at them and they love me. I mean, I can, you can communicate vibrationally with animals. That's their language. And, and so every, we are all, every universal being is communicating vibrationally. So when you are hearing from your guides, your loved ones, your loved ones, you'll recognize differently because you have a physical experience with them. You should be able to tell them, um, you know, tell their vibration apart. I yeah. always can, when I was reading for people, I could, I could, you know, I could decipher that. Um, but just like you said, you know, when it's your soul, you know, when it's your guide, but I would say to everybody out there, everybody who's watching this, you are already a channel. Um, you know, you don't, you don't, it's nice to take courses from people and, and, and kind of learn. It can be a little dangerous. And I, I say that, um, only in that it limits you too. It can limit you, you know, so many people say, well, I'm, I know I'm not channeling because I don't look like that person. I go, no, 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 don't ever say you are channeling. Everybody's channeling it just yeah. comes through differently. So we example the blended vibration, which is the physical aspect who is dominant in the, in the soul vibration. So everything comes through that comes through me when we're a, when we're a collective for years, I would refer to them and me you know, you or uh, they, you know, and they, they started telling me, you know, don't do, you know, say we, it's we, you know, welcome the collective in because it is the collective. And when you begin to refer to them as you, it changes your perspective about who you really are, because that's who you really are, you know, is the them of us. <laughs> the the soul of us is who we really are you know we're playing a role in this in this whole it's it's carnival. a nice it is yeah yeah, nice yeah. <laughs> you know and if you think yes. about it we yeah. did they took me through this whole thing it was pretty interesting when they were talking about the carnival they said you know when you go to a carnival there's a fun house where you go in and you look at all the and you're all distorted you don't really mirrors and everything. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The mirrored house. And then there's the freak show where, where people are pointing and laughing at people who are different than you are. Mm -hmm. And I started and I, and I still feel that it's awful. And, um, and they said the, the, and then they went on with all of these carnival things, you know, and they said, we are leaving the carnival. Now the gates are closing and we don't play those games anymore. You know, we don't, we, we don't, laugh and point mm -hmm. we understand that the uniqueness is so special everybody is so unique because our vibrations are unique our fingerprints are manifestations of our individual vibration yes you know yes. so don't you, don't you find that with the sound of someone's voice as yes. well yeah yes. me too. Me the too. resonation yes mm -hmm. yeah it's such a, that's a soul remembrance. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it really is. It's so beautiful. My goodness. Like 
Cindy, I could speak to you for hours. I know, this has been really fun. We've been going for a long and time. I know. It's like, and and for lifetimes and lifetimes and lifetimes, mm -hmm. um, truly, it's um it's oh, been it's been so, so much, so much fun and so deep and and insightful. And um I love I love your soul. I do. Oh, I love your soul too. See, we we got a connection going. We so we have this agreement. Okay, this is the perfect thing. Yeah. We're like sisters, right? So we have this vibrational agreement and we understand it and we're unique and we're both doing what we're, what we came to do. I said to Joseph one time, I know this is my job, but, and they said, Cindy, this is not your job. This is who you are. And I went, oh, I see. Okay. And every, and yes, I will answer somebody. Um, there are people asking, do I have a Joseph? Do I have a Joe? Everybody has a Joseph. Everybody I has a Joseph. Joseph. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't be here if you didn't. So, <laughs> you know, all right, fine. I'll confess something. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Joseph. Fine. <laughs> fine. Joseph. <laughs> you always do this to me, Joseph. <laughs> but, they're um, pretty sneaky. They they, sneaky. Yeah. It's, and they're funny. They're, they're they have funny. They're pretty. Yeah. Uh, Joseph is witty. Joseph yeah, is witty. I, I, I feel the Joseph. Wow. So last year, my, my friend, um, Rob, Robert Schwartz, um, he's a hypnotherapist and, um, he wrote amazing books of, of channelings and he does lives between lives regressions. And last year we met around this time, probably if I would, I'm going to look at the calendar. It seems about like the same week. Um, and we met and it was just instant connection. Although I forgot that I even booked this session. I thought that I had to do a session on him. I was like so disoriented um, for a moment and I surrendered. And when I would channel and do sessions, it would, I just open up my heart. I call in angels. I call in guys. I kind of call in the entire yeah. love posse, whoever, yeah. you know, it's just, and but what came out during this particular regression per se that I never in a, in a million years would have imagined. And it was, it took me to a place of where it was. He was trying to get me into in between lives and that really didn't go. I went into a different galaxy altogether and I felt it was my home and it was the, 13th of 12 different light beings and they all had different attributes that are part of of the world like it's like and it all but together it's love and oneness okay yeah and when he said speak to someone i said no they're speak they're all speaking at the same time this is i said i can't speak to someone because they're all talking at the same time and he said, what are their names? And this is the first time I'm saying this again. And I said, children of the galaxy. And I was just lying there on that table and they were beaming the light. And it just felt like, it really felt like oneness. It was this beautiful, just the colors I can't even explain. Yeah. It, I, I don't even think they have it on earth. I've never seen such colors before in my life, the frequency. No. Yeah. And I 
couldn't comprehend. And I said, I said, am I just visiting? And they said, no, you are us. Yeah. And the children of the galaxy just seems like such a long word for like, Joseph kind of feels cool. Like this is like, (laughs) I, I, so my question is, was about, is this something new that's transmitting? Like, did I go from VHS to like, you know, like for, from VHS to what was before to now, like, what, what is, what is, what was that? And is that the, like, is that a chant? Like, what is that? What was what, that experience? What are you asking? Who the, who they About, are or what you experienced? The galaxy. Yes. Like, am I channeling the children of the galaxy or am I channeling angels? Like, what is this yes, channel going? Yes. And they gave you that name because you could understand it. You can call them anything you want. You can call them anything. You can give them a name like ours. You can give them whatever, but they Mm. wanted you to know that you are part of this group, this, this group who is, (laughs) I'm I'm seeing this big group of kids and they're all happy and playing and that are running around, running around, teaching, sharing, throwing Mm -hmm. love. They're throwing love all over the place. And it's a very my word, not theirs, old group. So you're a very old, 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 some people would say old soul. So am I, we, we come from a place that is beyond this, this galaxy yeah. beyond it. It's um, when I had my kosh, they, they said, um, you can think of us as, and it's part of you. So it's an aspect of you. This is what I'm trying to say, but they said, we are, you can refer to us so you can understand it, Cindy. So you can understand, same thing with you. You could say we are the grandfathers of the grandfathers of the grandfathers of Joseph. Now, your group is as, you know, I'm going to use the word ancient. There's not a word because there's no time. It is, uh, it is, it is um, um, from the beginning, from the beginning, mm-hmm. That's from the beginning. Me. Yes. Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah, so, so yes, you're, so when you're channeling, you have, you're surrounded, first of all, you got tons of them, but when you focus on a certain aspect of something that you're channeling and they're saying, you, you will be able to identify this uh, more so, cause it's going to be a feeling that you have, but they're, they're encouraging you to, to uh, focus more on this group and give them another name. If, you know, call them Amy, <laughs> call them Betty. I'm not going to call them Turtleneck. <laughs> don't call them Turtleneck. <laughs> don't call them Turtleneck. Turtleneck. <laughs> no, yeah, don't call them Turtleneck. <laughs> but, you know, but you can call them, you can call them whatever you want. It doesn't matter. But yes, you are part of this traveling group and traveling mm-hmm. from galaxy. You have a lot of aspects that are, that are, when you said, where are the rest of our aspects? You're scattered all over the place. So much you're scattered all over the place, you know, and you can communicate with all of them. And you do some of them show up to you as guides, some Mm -hmm. as angels, you're connected on many, many levels, many, many levels. And the more you expand this aspect, when you leave here, when you're out of here, you will emerge into every single one of those aspects. You're there now, but your awareness of them will be like an emergence into every single aspect 
that's out there. You will, you will return to the oneness of the collective you in your focus. We're talking about your focus. You're oh, always absolutely. there, but your focus will be. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Interesting group. They're very playful. Yes. They're very playful. Yeah. Yeah. They're very funny too. Yeah. They, yeah. they have a great sense of humor and um, yeah, it's um, and I, and I, I, I love that. I love that. Yeah. But yeah. That's good. Yeah, I need to start drinking my energy drinks because I'm going to be really busy soon. <laughs> you won't feel a thing. All you'll feel is expansion. I'll be like, oh my God. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Be. And you can do that now. You no. can do that now in a meditation. You could go there now. I, however you meditate. It you're could you're be. going to teach me. We're going to do that together. Well, I'm not a great meditator get... anymore, but you oh. can do it by way of your focus. Joseph right. saying your focus, your focus you know, by your focus, get by yourself and focus on the children, focus yeah. on the children, call them whatever you want, but focus on that and, and expand. You have to expand your awareness to include them. Now they're already in there. You're already aware of them, mm -hmm. but in order to experience them more in this physical body, you need to expand your awareness to include more of them. And you just do that by focusing. You do that by, by um, focusing on that experience to begin with, the feeling that you had when you were on that table. The feeling of them is what will bring them into your experience. So start there. I would say start there. Wow. And then watch out because they're raring to get in. They're just waiting for you to open. I know the door. they are. And they all have lollipops. I'm seeing them. They're all standing there. They're so cute. They're, I see them as like, shoots and ladders. They're <laughs> like, shoots and ladders. Oh my God. Oh I know, my God. I know. This yeah. is a very nostalgic connection. It is. It is. You know? Very nostalgic. Yeah. I love I it. I love it. This has been wow. so much fun. Oh, Cindy, this was so fun. fun. Joseph, thank you. Thank yeah, you. You're thank so you welcome. Thank for you. telling me as it is. <laughs> Always. <laughs> and and yeah, for we don't sharing. Bullshit. No, you're no bullshit. You're mm, all love. You're all truth. Yeah. You are. And you're so beautiful. You're just oh. radiant. You radiate beauty and, oh and wisdom. Really. And yeah, my, my soul, my heart, the children of the galaxy. <laughs> Uh, the galaxies. Oh, all of my lollipops and even oh, yeah. you know, I I and all my white balloons. They white they balloons. thank they thank you. They thank you from the bottom of my heart. Oh, you're so welcome. Um, you're so I, welcome. I just I'm I'm so honored to be here with you. And for all our viewers and our listeners, what kind of offerings do you do and what is the best way for them to connect with you? Because you're just such a light. Oh, geez, thanks. God, how can I ever live past that? I know, right? With all that stuff. Jeez. <laughs> um, um, through our website, you know, you can get to everything. The books are on there. Um, and the, you can connect to our YouTube channel, Instagram, the teachings of joseph.com with an F, Joseph with an F. Um, that will lead you to everything. Um, and our interviews are on our YouTube channel too. Um, and that's it. That's amazing everything and do you do any readings or do you do, I do. yeah you can book with us oh you do that's yeah. amazing yeah. that's amazing that they do that that's yeah. wonderful yeah we like the one-on-one -on -one. yeah mm. trying to teach people to leave those old beliefs behind 
You know, we got some stragglers out there. We do. Yeah. We do. Got a lot to do, kiddo. (laughs) Yeah. But we're in, we're in this, we're in this together. And I'm glad to be part of the love army. Yeah, me too. I love that. Thank you so very much for joining us today, for listening to Cindy and myself. I love connecting to like-minded, beautiful souls like her that inspire the world. (laughs) She inspired me and it was a lot of fun. So if you enjoy the show, it really would mean a lot to me if you would actually go and rate and review. Apparently, you can't just put the five stars or the four stars or whatever you want to put the star, how many stars. You actually have to review and um, just write a few kind words. That would mean a lot. That I guess that's the way the algorithm works. But from my heart to yours, I hope to see you on January 11th on the Vision Quest Live. If not, you can join at any time. Just go on janetnamaste.com vq24 or check out the link in the show notes and you will have access to that for the entire 2024 it is your guidepost your spiritual gps of your soul for the year of 2024 so until next time i love you all grateful to you all namaste and many blessings Mm -hmm.